on the ground, uh, a podcast primarily, no, though not exclusively, for the members of the Gathering Church in Peterborough. Guys, I guess we'll just keep uh, using that name until we change officially. Yeah. The City Baptist. Yeah, we. I think we mentioned this last week. Actually, oh, okay. we do have a new name. We're just waiting to unleash it. Yes, <laughs> yes, and it is going to be a, an epic. Uh, event. Mm-hmm. My name is Ben. I'm here with Alex Klusterman and Rylan Auger, who are, in a strange twist of plot, also the pastors of said church. <laughs> um, we are going to be wrapping up this week our series on uh, what it means to be a disciple in a digital age. If you want to catch up on our previous two episodes, you can feel free to do that on our website, uh, thegatheringptbo.ca. It's a, it's a three-course meal, and if you want to be full, you got to eat the whole thing, not just the dessert Pop-Tart. So I encourage mm. you to go back and listen to those episodes and get the whole thing. So um, the first week, I know we talked about what it means to be a disciple of Christ uh, and some, some benefits of technology. I wasn't here last week, so maybe do one of you want to summarize the essence of your discussion last week, just briefly? Uh, I, so I just threw that on you, but... <laughs> I've... Oh, go ahead, Al. Well, all I was thinking about <laughs> actually was the fact that Ben eats Pop-Tarts for dessert. <laughs> well, is that actually happening? I would like to. Okay. Um, the shame my family would <laughs> bring on me prevents When me. I go back and eat something that I loved as a child, I'm always disappointed. <laughs> you remember Passion Flakies? Don't do it. I'm Don't never, ever go back there. I'm never disappointed by passion flakies. There's no oh, passion. I still enjoy them. Yeah, no passion. Okay. I think, uh, I think though, we talked about distraction, which is fitting okay. given, our, given current, our current conversation. That was just a real life analogy for you folks. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about how technology in general and smartphones in particular can perpetuate a constant distractedness in life mm. and how that is actually dangerous. Um as a disciple of Jesus. And we need, we just need to be aware of that, those temptations. And, uh, we need to be aware of our avoidance of, um, of using distractions to avoid weighty, significant, serious things, uh, that necessarily are a part of following Christ, that we can use distraction to, um, you know, help us not feel the burden of our labor and the toil in a fallen world, Mm -hmm. uh, to avoid, other people uh, to avoid weighty things in general. And so... And even just a sense of eternity. Yeah, just a sense of eternity. And that this, is, this isn't um, a recent problem. You know, I, I quoted Pascal, and he was talking about this in, what, the 1700s, mm-hmm. just saying how, you know... Um, all of the you know all of men's problems come back come down to the fact that they're bored in their own they can't sit in their own chamber and uh they seek out distractions from the uncomfortable place of of the weight of life and so just smartphones obviously provide an immediate yeah. escape from that yeah. and and it's something that i actually think that's one of the biggest you know, when people obviously think about, you know, avoiding, um, like, sexually explicit material, and they think there's particular instances, but the, the constant distraction, like, the stat was, like, every 4.3 minutes we check our phone on average of our waking mm-hmm. life. That's kind of just the water people swim in. Like, that's what we mm-hmm. don't really realize. And that's what makes it quite dangerous. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, 
Well, for this week, maybe we could talk a little more about um, some other unique challenges that uh, technology and specifically our, sm our smartphones uh, pose for Christians trying to be disciples. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what I thought we could talk about this week is how um, our phones and social media uh, especially can perpetuate a the human longing um, for other for the approval of people for what Jesus called the praise of man or the glory that comes from man that there is a longing in us that is sinful um, that just wants people to approve of us mm -hmm. and that actually lives for that and and this isn't I mean many people have recognized um, this tendency in social media I mean how many people have felt there's something wrong with how much I care that people like this post or, you know, on Instagram, how many people, what do you do on Instagram? Do you like something or what happens? And Followers or something? And even, and even the kind of post, it yeah. seems to me just from my brief perusals of those kind of venues, it's the, it's the most inane, <coughs> vacuous post that gets the most kind of like. Yeah. So you feel this pressure to be like, well, even if I did have something somewhat profound to say, I, I yeah. know that won't get many likes, so yeah. I'll just stick with cat videos or... Yeah, can't go wrong. And, and so beneath that is this, this craving to be approved by people. Mm -hmm. Like, I agree with what you're saying. I think that you're doing a great job as a mom. You know, I think you're doing a great job as, you know, a husband. Or I think that you follow the right sports teams. Or it's just in every area of our life, we kind of throw it out there in the best possible light and hope that people come back and say, I agree. Yeah, approve. Or I approve. Yeah. And uh, this is dangerous. And actually, I thought you guys... Um, could read a couple scriptures, Jesus talking about the desire for the the, the praise of man, the approval for man. So, John, or Ryland. Yeah, I was actually thinking while you're saying that um, about the context of of what Jesus is saying in chapter five. That he's talking about how um, the Pharisees actually read the scriptures, um, but they don't read them correctly. And he's saying that look, you you, you may be in the right place, but the issue underneath is is actually um, cause, keeping you from belief. He says, and, and this is in John 5, 44, how can you believe, namely in Jesus for life, when you receive glory that comes from one another and do not seek the glory that comes only from God? Mm -hmm. and, and what you're saying about technology is that uh, really that, that desire for glory from man, praise from man that um, keeps us from believing having genuine, helpful, saving faith in Christ um, is actually, like, uh, fed and uh, strengthened by technology mm -hmm. because it just opens up a, a wide berth of places um, to, to, to get that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the danger of it is is that um, we think that it's just the place itself as opposed to um, um, that attitude of the heart. Um, because here the, the Pharisees are looking for it um, in the way they use the scriptures. Um, so we need, to be, we need to see all the more that when technology is a danger of, of feeding that, um, we need to be wary of that reality and how it translates into other things. You know, So I go to technology and I'm feeding my desire for self, my desire for approval and praise, 
and then I go somewhere else, and I can't expect that it's the wherever else I go that is now all of a sudden going to change who I am. It's like that desire is coming with me into whatever other thing I'm going to do next. Yeah, you're, you're basically saying your phone and social media aren't the cause of that sinful desire. Yeah, yeah precisely. They're not the cause. be aware of it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this verse is from John 12, 43, and it's just a perfect illustration of, of the degradation that kind of sin brings us to. It says, Mm -hmm. they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. Mm -hmm. And that's just a a really tragic Mm -hmm. um, statement about our hearts and how we just long for the immediate like rather than, you know, what's that going to do for us in the grand scheme of things? Mm -hmm. Rather than the glory of God, it's like eating a a mud pie rather than, you know, Mm -hmm. a roast chicken or whatever. It's, it's It's tragic. Yeah. And as you were reading those, I was thinking, you know, if your highest aim or your deepest desire um, is the praise of men or the approval of people, getting them to like and affirm what you think and believe and are the way you're living, you won't be faithful and you're, you're going to constantly make decisions, beginning with very small ones, to keep that approval. But but what God approves of and what people approve of are often vastly different and even opposed to one another. But if you are, you know, looking at God on one hand and looking at people on the other and saying, you know, I want those people to like me. I want those yeah. people to affirm me. I want, they, I want them to say you're right or you're, what you're doing or you're good. Or um, then what you'll, you'll choose that. And this is, I didn't even write this down, but like this is perhaps a, one of the deepest dangers is that you, you are, f- you're functionally, you're choosing sides. Yeah. And it seems, you know, like I don't want to come across as we're being extreme, but I think the, uh, the problem with social media of, of habituating ourselves to that kind of behavior, to doing this. So I get a like doing this, thinking of how will people respond yeah. is a dangerous thing. And you, that shouldn't be driving the way you think through your life as a Christian. Yeah, that's a great point. And and as you were talking, I was reminded of a great book. Uh, I know we say book reviews to the end, but I'll just insert this here. Uh, that Hideous Strength by C.S. Lewis mm. is a fantastic illustration of exactly that point. Uh, I won't go through the whole plot, but one of the, the main protagonists, Mark Studdick, um, gets accepted into kind of this prestigious group that comes to town, and, and it's an exactly an illustration of that. As he meets different people, he begins to make these subtle, slight, moral compromises. He doesn't even really aware he's doing it. He just knows that he wants to be approved by these seemingly powerful people, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's not quite the same as social media, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a real danger for all of us. Mm-hmm. We just, we so long for that. And, and it's, it's, it's scary how fast the slope we slide down mm-hmm. when we start making those, mm-hmm. those seemingly small compromises mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You mentioned last week, Al, about uh, Jeremiah and how God talks about our evil is not just um, that we run to broken cisterns to fill ourselves, but we actually turn away from God. And there's a a similar thing happening here, I think, in that when we try to um, act out of an emptiness, out of the need to fill a void, the the void of approval, 
as opposed to acting out of the fact that God has approved us in Christ. Um, everyone becomes a stepping stone to your self gratification. Yeah, it's just like a black hole. Where yeah. you use everything in. Yeah. 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 It, people are, whereas God has created us, and God himself is an overflow of his fullness. Mm-hmm. And so what, it, it needs to be switched on its head. We need to be coming to Christ to be full in mm-hmm. him uh, as he has made us to be, and then we overflow. And, yes. and if, if we're filling ourselves up anywhere other than Christ, we are just empty. Yeah. And everyone is, is an unsatisfying yeah, abyss, yeah. like you said. They just can't. And it, 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 that sounds really up top, but it, it becomes as simple as, you know, I think about for myself. Um, I get home from the day, and it's like, well, maybe I'm tired. And my first thought is, do something for me. It rarely my first, is my first thought, do something for my wife, you know, and it becomes uh, a, a, a habitual attitude about it's about me, it's not about you. And everyone else just is in the destructive path of whatever little thing I might do. You sound like a pretty awful person. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I don't live with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure we all struggle with that, brother. Hey, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a sinner in need of grace. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of a litmus test for whether we feel this way, just think about whether you've posted something on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And the, when you wake up the next day, your first thought is, I wonder what happened overnight. And the crushing disappointment when you look and see that no one cared. <laughs> no, you you're have, not that I've you, ever had that before. You have no. 10 <laughs> less friends than the night before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah. went way okay, worse that than has you expected. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, when we wake up and, and, and we, we're like, we want to check, you know, that little red notification and instead of go to the word and see you know the treasures that the lord has in store for us and we're not living by faith we're not seeking the glory that comes from god we're actually seeking the the glory that comes from man and we're we're just foolish if we think that we will that will be our lifestyle Mm. and then at some random moment we will decide to 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 seek the glory that comes from god to care more about his approval Mm. Um, it's the little decisions, and yeah, yeah I think that's. So, oh, I was just gonna say, I don't know what you're gonna transition to. No, go ahead. But, um, almost it. We've kind of hit that. Everyone is feeling that sense of approval. Really, it's, it came. That came before social media did. But um, smartphones and social media make that an ever-present temptation mm-hmm. for us to be always uh, engaged in that pursuit of of approval from other people. Um, and the answer, of course, we've kind of said this a lot, but it's not necessarily ditch your smartphone. It might be. If you actually can't um, do anything on your phone but seek approval, it might be to ditch that. But the, the more important answer that you have to do alongside of that is you have to actually seek approval from Christ. You need to actually come to Christ and, and seek him by faith. Like you yeah. need to, you, We need to fill it with things that are, are valuable in its place. Uh, we need to come and see the objective reality that Jesus has done something for us. Yeah. That, that and that's really what's at stake. I mean, mm-hmm. we kind of think, oh, you know, what's what's posting a status and looking for some likes? I mean, what what is that in the grand scheme of things? But in in that line of thought followed all the way down is going to have serious ramifications on the day of judgment. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's mm-hmm. a there's a there's a verse in Matthew that talks about um, you know, always, always trying to seek the approval of men and being turned away at the day of judgment. Mm-hmm. I never knew you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's serious implications to where we find our first and, and foremost approval. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, 
you know, we, we need to have a firm gospel footing. And in this, as it applies to this issue, I was thinking through just the idea that our approval with God is based on grace. Um, it's based on the work of Christ. It's based on another person entirely. But human approval is always about us. It's always us and our work and, and who we are um, towards other people. And the amazing thing about grace is that, you know, in the gospel, like, we are fully known, as we often say, good, bad, and ugly, mm-hmm. and fully loved because Jesus lived and died and rose. And therefore, that, that painful um, lifestyle of presenting a false or partial self all the time so people can approve of us is just seen as the just empty, you know, terrible burden that it is. Whereas mm-hmm. when we come to God through Jesus, you know, we come in Christ and we are fully approved. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the righteousness of another and the goodness of another. And our lives are meant to be spent looking to Christ's glory and his beauty and his righteousness, not spent defending our own, as it were. And that's essentially what you're doing when you are always posting pictures of everything you're doing throughout your day, just wanting people, you just want them to affirm, you know, I'm good and I'm doing what's right and I am. And, and that's just, it's such a crushing burden in it that it, you're never happy with that. But in the gospel, like, the gospel is all about Jesus and what he's done. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just a freeing thing. I want to get to some kind of like practical ways this would, you know, distract us yeah. from the gospel. But do you guys have anything to add to that? I, but, I, I would say let's get to the practical things, but if you want to add something first. No, time. I was just going to okay. add that we do need to seek the glory that comes from God. We mm-hmm. do need to seek the praise that comes from God. Mm-hmm. That's what we read in those verses. He says, don't seek the praise that comes from man. Seek the praise and the glory that comes from God. And, and just, just think about that for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like sit down and think about what does it mean that I'm going to receive glory from God? Yeah. What about me? Is inherently is anything mm-hmm. yeah. worth glorying. Mm-hmm. And then we come back to, well, it's not anything. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the robes that Christ has given you that he's mm-hmm. also exalting in, right? Yeah. But that, that, that's a good food for thought right there. And that precious, uh, like, promise of Christ when, you know, at the end he'll say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. Enter into the joy of your master. Yeah. That's a, that's a good hope. That is. And, and the approval from words. God is so much better. It's not just he's rebuking us for something wrong. He's saying, like, why are you turning down real glory? That 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 little desire for people's approval is a counterfeit. It's a fake. It's a it's a desire gone bad. But Christ can actually fill that. And he can actually like better than waking up and having ten more followers and a couple likes and some affirming comments on your blog post, you can have eternity and glory mm-hmm. and happiness and joy and pleasure forever. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, as a value proposition, it's just folly. Well, it's just, it goes back <laughs> yeah. to, we are, we don't think about eternity. No, we don't realize ourselves in light of it, but let's, let's get on yeah. to yeah. some practical, uh, <laughs> let's get this on the ground for the, uh, well. for the, uh, the last two <laughs> listeners we might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a couple things to keep in mind, a couple dangers and how this would, you know, habitually seeking the approval of people. We get used to presenting a false version of ourselves. So by definition, uh, um, 
social media just gives a, a snapshot, right? And even the idea of adding filters. So you take a picture and it's not even good enough to just throw up a picture, which is a, a moment in time. Mm -hmm. But we have to make that picture look even better than it really does. Yeah, get those filters. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, What is we, that one, the Clarington filter? Yeah, there's... Makes everything all bright and shiny. Yeah. Is there one that can make me look ripped? <laughs> yeah. But but we throw on those filters and we throw them up there and, and you know, there's a, there's a sense in which that's totally okay. But there's a way of doing that that's constantly trying to present yourself in the best possible way. And that's actually dangerous because we need to come to God as, as who we are. And we need mm -hmm. to know that we are loved um, as who we are. Not for who we are, but as who we are uh, in Christ. Mm -hmm. And the, when we fall into that, always trying to present our best, we're really falling into like a hypocrisy. And falling into uh, um, a, a, a self righteousness, and you just know, an unwillingness to be the kind of people that confess our sins. Yeah, right. If we are always wanting to project the best part of ourselves, like we'll never feel like courageous enough to confess the worst part of ourselves, or even just <laughs> yeah, sin. But even just need. Yeah, it's like really was your day as good as your Facebook showed? Mm. You know, like did you have? Was it not hard at any point? You know, no. was were the children not difficult? Was and, the food not hard to prepare? Like, and, and we're perpetuating that to all of our friends. Yeah, who you claim like as soon as you do that, everyone else is feeling the same thing. Yeah, what you all ought other moms. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially moms, and what you ought to do is, um, kind of, do a better job with your life and and seek and and find that good life that everyone seems to be projecting as opposed to going to God in your neediness and your brokenness and your desperation and asking for his help. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I guess I should cook a better meal and get a better picture with the kids. And yeah. it's and a, it's a huge burden. Yeah. And going back to even your right hand, not knowing what your left is doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that concept I think is very lost on us today. It's oh, like, yeah. it's almost unthinkable that we would engage in any public act uh, out of love for God and yeah. not caption it, yeah, or and post it, or mm -hmm. just bring it up subtly yes. in conversation, right? Oh, you know, oh, yeah. I was this, I was here. All these ways we kind of use to prop yes. up our identities. Practice mm -hmm. our righteousness before others. Yeah. And Jesus mm -hmm. says, if you do that, then you've received your reward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's the same thing. And it's what like, a measly award! <laughs> yeah, it's like great. You got what you wanted. You got some likes, and they'll forget about you yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you did that in secret, you're actually doing it for the praise of your father. Mm -hmm. Who sees in secret? Like when I see those videos, it's like people selfieing them, like doing something nice for like a homeless person. Yeah. Some, I'm just like, is this real? Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you really walk up to that person and like pull out your phone while you did that? Yeah. And these things go viral. <laughs> it is odd. Uh, but that's what we're like. Um, another danger is that we surround ourselves um, by voices that affirm everything that we think. And we, um, instead of having people around us to challenge us, and that's a dangerous thing. So we follow people and we like people and we listen to people who essentially um, will, will just give positive feedback on whatever we do. And, and that's a dangerous thing because a Christian life um, means that we need other people. And we need other people to speak truth and love into our life, to encourage us. Um, mm -hmm. not to simply affirm everything about us. Mm -hmm. And the flip side of that is we end up, the next step is not only just surrounding yourself with people who say what you want to say, 
you ignore people and actually actively move away from people who challenge you. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have never, you know, come across someone who is heavily involved in social media um, who is moving towards fellowship and intimacy with other believers. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never, ever met that person. And I've seen a ton of people who are so... In uh, involved online and social media and posting who have increasingly moved away from fellowship mm. with people, who have avoided people that might challenge them, that might mm. not think the way they think, mm-hmm. um, so that they are essentially following, always looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the unique temptation of the internet and your smartphone and, and posting all those things on social media is that it makes it so easy to get that in an environment uh, divorced from actual interaction with people. Mm-hmm. And in actual interaction with people, there's no filters. There's no putting up the best picture of me. It is yeah. you. I mean, right. you can present a false person of yourself. You can say things that are false, but there's a sense to which it's not a snapshot. It's not a quick, um, you know, edited There's version. no editing, yeah. Yeah, there's no. no editing. What comes out is what comes out. And we, we begin to avoid that. That's, yes. And that's the danger of what you're talking yes. about, I think. Yes. And, we perpetu- and that's a huge why the isolation in our culture is being perpetuated. Everyone just stays yeah. home, right? And, mm-hmm. and because there's that constant fear, right, that we're going to say something that will make people think less yeah. of us. And that, mm-hmm. to us, is just the most devastating thing that could happen. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder, you know, I wonder if one of the reasons that we don't, um, as Christians, cherish and enjoy, you know, Sunday mornings or, t- or other times spent together as believers is because we, we spend so much time seeking approval yeah. in other places, right? If, if we saw the true and lasting value of, of time with believers and what it has for our soul and, the, and, and the, you know, the grace of Christ that comes to us through those things, I think we'd value it more. Oh, yeah. Well, I, and I for sure see that in my own life, like, Depending on how I spent my week, it, it for sure influences the way that I am towards other believers yeah. on a Sunday morning. Well, when you spend your a good portion of your life surrounding yourself with people who just are like you, mm-hmm. who believe everything you believe, when you come to people and, and you always see them at their best, when you come to a real person, that that's not real life, and they're, that you don't even have to be at your worst. You're so, people become so lame. They become boring. Mm. They become a waste of your time you know they become what is a purpose it seems so anticlimactic you know and and that's dangerous and i just wanted to close on this um for our life together in the local church i mean if you are always seeking people's approval and therefore you're always presenting a false self and you're uh, um, just surrounding yourself with people who are like you and you're avoiding people who aren't like you and you're not actually living by grace you're living by works and you're not actually living in the affirmation of God in Christ, but the, the works-based righteousness. And you're, you actually start to view other people that way, that you are not gracious towards other people. And as, as Paul says, you know, kind and tender-hearted towards one another, forgiving one another as you've been forgiven in Christ. Um, you know, this whole attitude is, is just dangerous for a local church. Mm. You know, how can you live... Um, fully known by God and, and truly known by other Christians. If you're always seeking their approval, you just won't, you know, and and you just won't be living the Christian life as it ought to be lived, founded on the gospel. Um, mm-hmm. There is a response to God's grace. So I think, you know, it's something that Christians need to think about as we think about discipleship in a digital age and 
uh, that that's a human tendency that Jesus spoke really seriously about. And what ways am I perpetuating that through my use of social media mm-hmm. and online? Am I daily seeking approval from God in Christ? Am I looking to what Jesus has done? Am I looking to all that he is for me? Am I looking to the reward that he himself will give? Or am I settling for the, the approval of people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think we'll, clo- we'll close off. That's been some really good discussion. I know I found that helpful. Um, and me we, too. Yeah. So uh, we hope you, you've enjoyed that series. We will think about another topic for next week. Again, peel, uh, please feel free to get in touch with any of us with questions or comments about the episode, uh, maybe some possible topics for future discussion. We'd be happy to hear from everybody. Uh, uh, ben at the gathering, uh, ptbo.ca. Um, and I think I'm going to send each of you guys a celebratory cat video at the conclusion of this <laughs> series. You, neither of you have Facebook, so I just have to email those. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks to our listeners uh, for being here, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.